Start talking. Oh, did you Say, see that fly to my nose? No, no. Like I got a 12 pound. There's like a large mouth bass just came out of my nose hole. <laughs> Have you, did you see the. I don't know what to do with this thing. It's like the size of a meteorite. Speaking of bass, did you get it? Yeah. Did yeah, you I see that? I have the internet, so yeah. It's so good. I love it. Everyone's like, I can't believe they would cheat. And I'm like, what's that tournament pay to win? All right, I can believe they cheat. There was a, another one a while back where guys were breeding and like raising their own bass at home as a bass fishing thing. And awesome. basically, they already had the bass in their boat when they launched. They went out and faked fish. And, you think uh, they'd be like stricter, like check? Oh, dude, I mean, you get into the like those guys are under the wildlife, whatever the state game, whatever it is. But like, it becomes it can become a felony if the if the cash prizes are big enough. I love that. It's wild, but it makes yeah. sense, dude. I mean, if dude, you know, there's bass fishermen, like the professional bass fishermen out there, that have like hundred thousand dollars. Hey, do me a favor. Are you? Here. Is your mic working? Tap your mic. You're not using that mic. It's not, oh, fuck. It oh. sounds like it sounds like you're yelling from the back of the garage. Hold on. Breathe into it nice and softly, Hold sensually. On. Give me a sensual breath. How about now? That's that's it. Is it good now? Yeah, I don't think it ever changed. To be honest, <laughs> I think it's been the same the whole time. This is what you breathe deep you're a real are we live on facebook yet i'm about to be oh you're taking forever dude it's like you are live welcome it's just like getting stuck at the buffet behind the dude with he just like standing in line at the gas station in the middle of of my joke yeah you're sucks because you're stumbling over it. it's like standing in line behind the old person buying lottery tickets oh good one rye I had a joke about how a dude's legs go straight from knee to feet because he's got no ankles, and you ruined it with your interruption. You dick. <laughs> Welcome to the Clapdown Podcast, brought to you by. Are you waiting on me? Yes. Just now, here's what occurred. I played. I turned the live feed on, and it sounded <laughs> like it sounded like you repeated the setup twice. And I'm like, how many times are you going to repeat the setup? Yeah. Welcome to the Clapped Out Podcast, presented by Monster Clutches. Monster Clutches! I missed my... I was trying to time it right. Is, the, I didn't is there a delay? Right. Like, Is that what's going on here? No, like, I'm thinking of other ways I can mess with you. Hey, Buffering? Uh, no, we're not. I'm just giving you a hard don. Rat, um, I like that. So, we have a lot. We have an absolute ton to discuss today. Can we still talk about, first and foremostly, who presents this podcast first and first mostly yes you already did yeah monster clutches in association with what has monster clutches ever really even done for us though? I, I mean everything yeah pretty much the we... punchline <laughs> steve if you can't tell by the uh the title of this podcast we're going to be recapping drag week a little bit if you did not see the um, videos of our adventures but then, then get off our podcast because you're dead to us. Yeah. And then go watch those and then come back and tell us how great we are. Tell us how. <laughs> come on. Just tell me how good I am. Tell me how good I am. Tell me how good no, I am. Tremendous shout am. out to Monster Clutches, Steve Addison, and the homies over there for supporting the podcast as well as supporting our Drag Week misadventures. Uh, also, special thanks to Force Performance Turbochargers. 
as well as Brian Tooley Racing for being a part of this podcast. We're uh, another couple of companies we're very proud to be working with. And we will talk about them a little bit more in depth later, but let's get into it. We got a lot to get into. Do we really have a lot to get into? I don't think we do. We have so much to get into. It's only been I like want to start two months me, since we've been podcast. I'm going to start. Don't say that out loud. We have a contractual obligation to our partners. Okay. <laughs> I can edit I'm this hoping. out later. This is definitely not. Edit this out. Yeah. Every week we're going to do a show. We promise. <laughs> um, so let's start real quick with something that I want to touch on, and that's you being Judas and not rolling with me for sick week. You're going with Eric Yost. <laughs> is that like a cemented thing? Like, have you guys yes, talked about this it again? Yes, it is. And we talked about it. So you said when we finished drag week. Hold on. Shut up. I'm trying to think of what the title of my share. Rye, Rye is Judas. Judas. Tune in now to find out why. I'm sure that'll get all the views. Uh, find out why also p.s eric yost it's a fight on site bro just kidding i'll fight rye i'll climb him like a redwood drag him down tune in now to find out why post cool now we can talk now that my facebook sharing is done cool so i would like to say i thought drag week would do one of two things for you it would either turn you completely off of racing altogether no. And you'd be like, so I, I was right in everything I thought. Screw this. Screw you. I don't ever want to see your face again. No, 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 no. Here's all my shares of Clapped Out, and you can have all the fame and fortune. I've already That's sold my I, shares of Clapped Out for a chicken that, sandwich. That is what I was hoping for. I mean, that was what I was expecting. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. You totally – here's you missed a very important, like, component to why that wasn't going to happen. And there's no way that was going to happen. And And I'm actually a little – I'll use I'll use the term perturbed. I'm a little perturbed that you missed this. Out of all of your friends, if you had to say the first person that comes to mind when you say this person is the pettiest, who's who's the first name that comes to mind? You, hundred percent. Okay. And the last time you attempted drag week, <laughs> did you finish? No. Okay. So just those two facts alone, just, you should have been like, "God, oh, this dude's for sure gonna make it to the end." You're just building. I mean, I didn't think you would not make it to the end. I never thought you were going to throw in the Look, towel. Dude, I was even keel. All right. I, <laughs> I thought at the end of it, you'd be like, all right, we did it. Great. Literally have the t-shirt to get, get out of my life. I don't want to see no, you for no, another no, no. two years. My biggest regret from drag week was that we didn't have you f- screaming at me outside the <laughs> hotel on camera. Because for those of you that actually nobody really is aware, because we haven't had a podcast, but no. so there's a couple of things that that I want to touch on. First of all, every every one of your gang members in North Carolina, all these like no prep guys that get together and they Brody Schmiffle Piffle and Sean <laughs> Sean Big Biggity Bad Boy or whatever his name is. You yeah, know what I'm talking about? nailed it. Guys that I genuinely appreciate. So don't take this to heart, you dickheads. But John L had mentioned sometime in during Drag Week that there was like running not bets, but like how long you think they're going to last before they kill each other. Oh yeah. Which, oh, yeah, yeah. I, was I wish I was in on that bet, that pool. I would have paid tons knew. of money. No, hell no, I didn't know. But yeah. but because, not even them, but like, and and well, all of that, all of the people that made that bet have never met you and I together face to face. So they just go off assumptions based upon our Facebook banter back and forth, what we do in this podcast. And yes. they would be 
I mean, I understand. No, the, no, I totally get observations. it. I absolutely yeah. get it. And it had like, now that I know John L as well as I do, if there was like a running bet for how many hours will he spend on his phone? <laughs> I, I mean, I could win that hands down, hands yeah. up, you know, how many hours in a day? 24, 23.2. I think yeah. we got him. Yeah. Just, just kidding, on speaker John. the whole time. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> this guy, this guy, he's the king of speakerphone. But no, at oh. the end of Drag Week, and we discussed because uh, you you were talking about like what's next? How do we how do we step this up? And you know the obvious choice is make the car a little bit faster, um, make it a little bit more capable. We know the things you got to kind of improve on oil pressure. You know, I still, dude. It's <laughs> we'll get to wait. that. We'll get to that. We'll we'll, we'll come back to that. But uh, I was really surprised when you said you were you called me and the morning of sick week registration saying that you were signing up because we talked about it. You're like, you know, I would love to do sick week again with it, but it seems a little bit too close to get no, the car no, no. ready it's where I want to get. It's just who I am. You know, who yeah. I am. And then, yeah. You know. So you think that it's a better it's a better business decision to ride with this unknown nobody named Eric Yost <laughs> rather than ride with Logan Tarrant, who everybody knows. <laughs> So when you hit me with it, so if for those of you guys who are wondering what we're talking about here, Logan last this last weekend uh, was registration for sick week coming up in February, and Logan calls me at you know zero eight hundred in the morning on a Saturday, which usually I'm in bed with my kids hanging out, whatever. Oh, and, wait, hold on, there's something really good. I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm very sorry. Kenny Harper has is just he's been he got under my skin when i wrecked the caprice he commented on my facebook page some dickhead comment like well it was nice or some dumb shit like that <laughs> yeah and then i wrote back and i said this is what happens when you actually drive your cars um and he wrote just now on the on the comments swap from an auto a manual and back every time out of the garage but here's the thing kenny my cars leave the garage you prick so maybe finish one of your cars and bring it out and i'll just wreck your entire existence by the way holly this if you're listening i have no beef with you it's your husband that i'm mad at right now you are an angel and i hate your husband and we're full-blown beefing anyway continue i don't remember what we're talking about at this point. i don't oh, either huh? sick week so sick week registration so he calls me eight o'clock in the morning saying hey are you good with us using this money company money i'm using the word company loosely here to purchase sick week registration i was like we're, yeah totally but down do, the wire do you remember I said I'm gonna go with Eric Yost on this because Eric had early registration because he was a previous participant, and he was like, "Just crickets." I was like, "Yeah, just sign up for it, whatever." And now you're going with Aaron Gregory. So no, I'm not. I'm not. I got no. I have no shotgun rider anymore now. Really? Really, Aaron? So full dis <laughs> full disclosure. Uh, <laughs> I knew ahead of time that Aaron had already committed to riding uh, with his buddy Tony. Mm -hmm. So. I had a, there's a two part. Aaron is like the best. And I mean this, honestly, he is the best troll that I've ever met. He, he's trolled me so many times to the point where like, I, if he's not trolling me, I know he's actually upset with me. Yeah. So I was like, man, if I could just get him in a little hot water with his buddy, Tony. And I didn't even, I forgot. I didn't even know the dude's name was Tony. I forgot. Didn't know. Oh, I, just, okay. I just knew that he was already going on sick week. So I wrote a status and I said, Aaron's riding with me and tagged Aaron, hoping that his buddy'd be like, <laughs> Hey man, what gives, see? You said you're riding with me. Because all of his friends talk like they're from the 1920s. Yeah. And, uh, and then he came he came into Dynasty and I'm like, You excited to go on Sick Week? He's like, 
yeah no well you know i'm already going and i'm like what <laughs> here's the problem though i fucked up i accidentally registered aaron's name not accidentally i registered his name and his shirt size so i don't know if like you can change your crew member like after you already registered oh, but I'm sure you can either way i'm looking for someone that fits a size when you large. show up have him be in tech in front of you and then when you pull up behind him just be like yeah my co-pilot died yeah, so, right there. After I yeah, killed to beat him to yeah. death with a baseball bat. Anyway, <laughs> I uh, I'm thinking about opening this up to interviews because I have one. There's one main person that I I have reached out to uh, and asked, and that was Kenny Dangler. And a fun one. I would like to meet him. I like Kenny so much more than I like you. Um, <laughs> and my <laughs> his SN95 is way cooler. I, he doesn't have an SN95. I thought he is. It no, does. No. He's got a he's got a third gen Camaro and a Z06 C7. Who am I? Get a Fox body. Okay, ignore everything I just said. Kenny owns Northern Performance in Michigan. The um, he had the uh, black S uh, Camaro SS. It was like a low seven second street car, basically. And then he did a Fox body that would four thirties in the, in the eighth. And uh, he went to prison for a little while. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, oh, that guy. He's <laughs> Kenny's. Kenny is absolutely awesome. And he is just one of the most like just wholesome, kindest and do anything for you type dudes. But he's also a straight up riot. Like he'll film himself walking into, he filmed himself walking into his girl's work, playing the saxophone. And the dude can rip a sax, but he can <laughs> rip on a sax. We just, he is like the, uh, he's just like a Michigan version of me. And I only say that because he lives in Michigan. Um, well, I like the, the idea of, capturing two different stories essentially throughout the yeah. week i mean last week we tried to or last week last on drag week we try to capture as many different people's stories as possible and i think that's the that's one of the things about the drag and drive stuff and i think that's what you figured out too is that everybody has a story like the night before last this guy had his motor torn apart the rear end was scattered across the hotel guys were building transmissions in the bathtubs in the room like just insanity going on behind the scenes what you see on the live feed the five hours or six hours of live feed that you get from drag week coverage or any drag and drive event coverage does not even scratch the surface of what is truly going on at these events and what like makes them awesome and i just want to say that i'm stoked to see uh you are hooked by it so i'm not really i'm not really hooked by it you know mm. I mean? i'm just like really good at it because i've gone i'm one <laughs> i'm I'm one and zero oh in terms of your baseball. You're you're basically your baseball card averages is what we're talking about here. I'm like batting a thousand. Your stats. You're oh, batting man. a thousand. Yeah. Uh, do I? I don't mean to like bring this up, especially with you kind of like with your back against the wall, and knowing that the last time you tried to attempt drag week you didn't finish. Mm -hmm. But this right here, that's a certified uh, final yeah. average. And if you were wondering, fifteen nine sixty two. <clears throat> Just saying that's faster than and quicker than the last the last time I attempted drag week. But yeah, honestly, it sucks. It just we, sucks this was this was a team this is a team just, effort. Because yeah, as you oh, see, oh it really was it? Was it a team effort building yeah. a car over the last I'm, few months? Is a team effort I mean, being I have, feel, keeping my wits about me? I have the shirt. The shirt that says that I completed drag week. So are you wearing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pure coincidence, by the way. You're doing no, you're doing great. Yeah, um, dude. Okay. Uh, Hot Rod Magazine. Your shirts suck, by the way. 
Yeah, they switch companies. From sure, me. trash. It's shrunk up and down, not left to right. I walk. I'm walking around like a oompa loompa everywhere I go. I'm power to her. I realize that they switch companies because in years past they had like tons more merchandise, and you could buy like 2017 like older shirts from drag weeks or power tours that you weren't a part of, but they have switched merchandise companies. And yeah, when you look at the resolution on the front here, it's kind of, it's vinyl. It just looks like pressed vinyl. Yeah. The, yeah it's heavy cotton. If your tag, if your shirt tag says heavy cotton, I know you called through the loom and you're like, you guys got any just dog shit out back. You could scrape together. We got some, we got these guys that really need shirts. Like heavy cotton to me is the worst whatever i'm not complaining i actually had a great time on drag week mainly because i i set myself up for success day one and i said you know what i'm gonna be even keel this whole trip (laughs) i said i said my goal this trip is just to be chill guy if you you guys knew how many times we had to hear even keel like that phrase even keel back me up though was i or was i not pretty even keel no <laughs> no, that's not fair. You were not even keel. You were the opposite. You were the antithesis, someone would say, <laughs> of even keel. All right, let's back it up. Only, to one, only that one time. After that, I was like, you know what? After the second, that was the second day or the first day? That was the first day. After that, I was like, yeah, yeah fuck it. I'm, I'm done. Me. It was like I'm going to be even keel. No, it was my like turn. my drunk stepdad just kicked the door and said, <laughs> why isn't your homework done? That's what it felt like. Okay, so you tell your side of the story. Okay, yeah. Ready to go. You. So, actually, what day? What where? What hotel was that? That was going from uh, Byron to Indy. No, no, from no St. Louis to Indy. Indy. Okay, we're pulling so, up at Indy. Are, is it my version? At the version? same hotel that we stayed at for PRI. Oh my god! So we pull up to the hotel, and there's a parking spot in the front row. Oh, timeout! Timeout! Before you even identified the parking spot, you said, "Is there parking around back?" continue i said i don't know pull up to the front we'll find out where our room is and then we'll go from there prior to this rye said no less than four thousand fucking times (laughs) he recited to me how he stayed at this hotel for pri like in all honesty it was probably four to six times you said that in a span of the 12 seconds it took us to pull up to the front of this hotel so me being the inference maker i am i inferred to myself that yeah rye probably knows if there's parking around back i asked him (laughs) and he says i don't know i'm rye which is how i interpreted what he said and then i noticed there's a parking spot in the very front row so he's yelling at me to just pull up front pull up front pull up front pull up front and i'm like okay chill i'm gonna back it into this spot so I go to back it in the spot and Rye is still hammering me to pull up front. Just pull up front. Just pull up front. Just pull up front to the point where I'm getting agitated. And then you yelled at me, just pull a fucking car up front. And at which point, once you yelled at me, once you decided to fucking scream at me over where to park the car, I decided to scream back Yeah, and say, really, there's really. a fucking parking spot right there let me just park the fucking car at which point the yelling doesn't stop i end up just pulling up in front of the hotel doors you're you're fucking screaming like an ape i got i got my way 17 foot tall ogre just climbs out of the caprice (laughs) yelling and screaming at which point i realized very quickly man logan you're not being very even keel (laughs) 
So, and, and I, and, and I swear to God on everything I love, the only thing that made me continue to yell at you was seeing how mad you were getting. <laughs> and it was the perfect opportunity just to be like, well, if we're going to blow this shit up, might as well do it day two. And I just start screaming. You were screaming. As soon as the sliding doors open to the hotel, we're, we're both silent and everyone in the hotel is staring at us <laughs> the car the car made the doors open so we're still yelling at each other while the hotel lobby doors are open so everybody in the lobby heard us <laughs> screaming at each other from inside of the car <laughs> meanwhile john l already jumped out of the car john to run like yo can i get a key i got i don't even know jump. these dudes i don't even yeah. know he didn't even take his luggage he didn't even know where he's going yes. he just bounced for the record though you yelled first is all I'm, I'm sure i did because okay I didn't say, just pull the phone, just pull the phone, just pull the phone, just pull the phone. That's not, ah. that's not what I sound like. So you sound, you sound like a lawnmower trying to start. <laughs> As somebody who has traveled a lot, oh. the first thing you do is you pull up to the front of the hotel. There's an awning. If it's raining, it's covered. You it was not inside. raining. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't but there is a parking spot right in front. Shade. The door's right there. Like I can see the lady at the desk from right here. Uh-huh. And if our room is around back, then we want to park around back. Okay, is there parking around back though? I don't you know. You stayed here. You stayed here for PRI. We didn't have to because uh, our room was pretty was, close to the front. I, I thought you and knew we the way to found land almost a better spot because the part, the spot that you parked in, didn't have cars blocking either side. You were trying to shoehorn this motherfucker. Time out. You didn't. That wasn't part of the conversation. This is afterthought. Once you had calmed down, you were No, so it was mad. an observation in the moment. I don't have to convey all my observations to you to prove my point. <laughs> all I have to say is pull to the fucking front. We can find a better spot. You don't have to say it. You have to yell it repeatedly until I fall in line <laughs> with what you want to do. If, if, the, if where to pull the car was somebody's neck, their face would have been blue. You squeezing so hard on this. <laughs> Bottom oh, line. At the end of all of this, I got my way and he pulled to the and, front. Right. And in the end of all this, I got my way because I proved that you would lose your temper before I lost mine. I never took that bet. I never said that wouldn't happen. <laughs> I made so much money off of that bet. <laughs> God. And then what else happened where you were wrong and I was right? Uh, I pretty much. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. This is this is a side. We're driving. I'm going to paint a portrait. This is good fun for everybody. Is this so the train? Both- oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. The record, Again, I was not mad about this. I was just no, no, panicking it, a little bit. You were not. There was no. <laughs> there was one one panic moment that I'll touch on in a second where I thought you were going to have a heart attack. But uh, so we're di- we're dying in the heat, right? This is uh, this is on our way to Byron from yes. Indianapolis. End of and day two. We're in the middle of the corn of these cornfields, and drag weekers are behind us. They stop to do burnouts, whatever. We're cruising. It's hot. The, the sun is destroying the left side of my body. We're down two hubcaps. Two hubcaps are gone. We got coolant temp was kind of getting weird, but we're fine. And uh, I grew up near, near like cornfields and country. Like that's where, like in the Chicago suburbs, if you keep going west for another five minutes, you're in cornfields. And I'm used to seeing trains parked and not moving in the middle of a cornfield. Like it's not that uncommon for a freight train to stop between cross crossings and not be moving so i assume as we're approaching this railroad crossing that says rough crossing yeah big a, sign says I, rough crossing and i see these park this parked freight train out of the, in the corner and i'm like oh we're good 
And uh, no, the, the train had the light on and it was rolling coal. So it was not rolling. They were, it was no. starting to. Trains saying. don't roll coal. It was, it has some not, exhaust not, coming out. This is not the Wild West. Mm, like, I saw coal rolling. There's not a, no, there's not a conductor <laughs> with a handlebar. There's mustache. a dude hanging out the side going, ding, and a, ding. You know, a girl ding, tied ding. to the tracks in an old timey dress. <laughs> like, no. So as we're approaching the train tracks, Will Smith like, was out there singing Wild Wild West. I would I would have stopped immediately. <laughs> I would have sang Jim West Desperado Rough Rider. No, you don't want none of this. Six Gun Wayne, a ton stun. That's a great song. <laughs> so don't ever try to take that from me. But I see, I see now that my perspective is jacked, and this train's kind of hustling. Train's not stationary. Yeah, it looked to me like it was stationary. Yeah, I thought it wasn't moving. It was, yeah. it had a slow creep. And then I look back forward. And the damn railroad crossing starts to come down. Yeah, I hear ding, 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 ding. I'm like, nope. John, John L. looks up from his cell phone for the first time in seven hours. And he's like, oh, okay, this is how we're going to die. And I floor it. And we cleared these train tracks. It was not close by any means. But if I tell the story like I want to tell it, dude, the cow catcher almost got us <laughs> by like a minute. We had plenty of time to get across the tracks. The I had only to- concern I had in my head. Was every time, and it wasn't just that time. That was the worst of the whole trip. But every time we would hit a big dip, the first thing we would do, we look at two things. I would look out the back window <laughs> and we look and at see oil if pressure. there's smoke or a trail, and then I look at oil pressure because the oil pan is so the low. lowest hanging so fruit low. on the bottom of this car. So when it said rough crossing, oh, and so he goes, low. "No, fuck this," and I go, <laughs> "No, no, 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 no! Please, 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 please!" And he's like, "I'm not stopping. I'm like, I'm not yelling at you. I'm just saying, please don't hit the oil pan. I don't care. I'm not worried about getting hit by the train. I don't want to bust the oil pan and figure yeah. out how to bubble gum this bitch back together in northern Illinois on the side of the goddamn highway." Yeah, we would have been fine, <laughs> dude. It was. Wait, is this my is my mic still going? Yeah, you're good. Okay, good. It was it was absolutely hilarious. And at that point, I think your nerves were a little shot. And then we were in Iowa. You 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 got us a wonderful five-star accommodation. Well, hold on, before we get to that, nerves a little bit. And then when we got to Byron on day two, was it Byron or was it Cordova? No, no, that was Byron. So that we, Byron we, we, pulling yeah. into Byron is when we lost oil pressure, right? No, no, no we weren't even to Byron yet. Yeah, but we were we were on our way from the hotel. We leave the hotel and we look down. I didn't even I didn't even have to look down. You at idle, we've had anywhere from at the lowest I saw it, I think was 43 to 45 psi Mm -hmm. at idle. And which always I'm gonna say this again because I had to yell at all of you in the in the at Byron over this. I know that normal LS oil pressure at idle. Is not supposed to be forty-five to fifty psi. You didn't have to yell that to me. I know, but I who, you yelled oh, at everybody else, not me. That's fair. I that's know, fair. That's I fair. Recognize. But the amount of of times I heard, well, I don't know why I'm doing Scott's voice. It just comes to me. Well, man, you know what? That's fine. Oil pressure. Blah blah blah. But I know. I know it's anyway. Yeah. So we had forty-five pounds pulling to the hotel. We get ten miles down the road. I look down and we got fifteen pounds of oil pressure. After the hottest drive of the entire trip. Yeah. 30 miles like, of pressure just up and disappeared. Somewhere. Just gone. So we pull in, uh, get to the, we get to the pit spot. We park in the impound area and immediately Keith Turks up our ass yelling at him. Oh yeah. It was the best. It was so good. Well, we walked away. He was yelling at John L and John L doesn't know Keith at all. 
John L was getting so mad. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, you need to move the car. And John L had already drained all the oil out of it at this point. And he's like, I can't until we get oil pressure back in this yeah. thing. So yeah, well, Keith, Keith reprimanded us. And we drained and the oil out of it. When we pulled Scott through there. Oh, he was pissed about that too. Yeah, there's all around salty Keith over that. Yeah. But he had uh we drained the oil out of it. We we cut the filter open and the there was a there's a good amount of debris. I mean, there's a good amount of debris in the oil filter. Yeah. But as I'm looking at the debris, which is Spanish for debris, if you guys are wondering, uh, Scott's like, man, that ain't bad. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, Scott, that's pretty fucking bad. Like, <laughs> that's a lot of shit in that oil filter. And you yeah. corroborated with him. Th- like, It wasn't big chunks. That was the no, thing. No, no, I like- know. I know. And you and I don't blame you. Here's the thing. There's two things that I that I have to mention. Number one, there was really no chunks in the filter material. Yeah. But the can itself was like a, a stripper farted in there. It was glitter yeah, it was bomb like city. A, a, like if you ever gone to like an um, what is it? Astro? Where is it? Where they, you go to and they look at the stars? Planetarium? Not planetarium. It was a planetarium. Yes, it's planetarium. Yeah, planetarium. When you look up and do like the like the map of the galaxy, that's kind of what it looked like. It was really bad. Yeah. Um, and then we've dumped new oil in it. Fresh filter from one of the other racers. Fired it up. Had basically the same oil pressure, but had a really you remember the really aggressive lifter tick it developed? Yeah, then you revved it to five grand a few times and it went away. I kind of just held it wide open a few times. So I was yeah. like, if it's gonna blow up, I'd like it to do right here. When you when you told me, listen, I don't give a F about this motor. I don't know why I'm censoring. I don't give a fuck about this motor. I was like, I then I don't give a fuck about this motor. Let's no. go. Like no, my I stress my, level my, is I, gone at this point. Yeah. I exhausted all my stresses on the first two days yelling at you. And from now on, I don't fucking care. <laughs> my, <laughs> so here, feel now. my, no, don't take that from my, don't take my title. My exact words were, Hey dude, BTR pretty much gave me all these parts. Let's ruin them. Who cares? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't really want to ruin your parts, Brian, but I was going to just throw Here's the best there. part. We didn't ruin anything. I don't know yet. I don't know. I yet. mean, I haven't it, torn it down, but let's see what's, I think a lot of it, it if not all in. of it is going to be salvageable. Like I can't think there's not it's the engine still fires up. It's got 20, 25 pounds at idle still. Yeah. Like so if anybody gotta, watched the live feed and you wondered why we were limping it Wednesday and Thursday, like to the slowest passes of just getting roasted by David Freiberger and Brian Loans. That's why we wanted to save it for Friday in the event there might have been something wrong with it. And we wanted to finish drag week and then if we're going to spectacular fashion yeah if we're going to scatter it that was the day to do it we just didn't get the opportunity to yeah but it it was a fun trip though for real it was a good time and i hadn't even leading up to drag week i had been going racing more than i had in the last two years which it's i i can't ever walk away from from racing but i am not a dedicated racer and i think it's important for people to know that about themselves like I am not the guy that's going to go class race. I'm not the guy that's going to go every weekend to a no prep. That's not me. It's never been me. And, and it's not something I, I enjoy. I am a casual, like when I have time to go racing, I want to go race. Or when I want to make funny videos or content, I want to go to the track. But it, I almost feel guilty clogging up the pores of drag week when I know there's so many people that are like chomping at the bit to really, really get in and compete. And I'm there with the Caprice and you like. Well, here's the. I'm glad you brought that up because it's actually one of the things I want to talk about too, is that I hear since I've done drag week in, in 2018 and ever since, like when people ask about what is, what's dragging out, because a lot of people don't understand it until they go on, on it or 
you know, or they watch the live feeds, like they follow it. When you become a, a complete drag and drive fan, the same way I don't know, like baseball stats or football stats and stuff like that. But when you become the fan of it, you understand how the sport works. And there's a lot of people that look at it from the outside and they just go, man, I would love to do that. And now that you've done it, and well, we did it with like it's a 12 second car without a cage. Mm-hmm. Like I would say to those people, what's stopping you? Mm-hmm. Just take a week off of work, find a car, go do it. Because the only thing you really need to do is just put a set of racing tires on anything and you can go do a drag and drive event. The yeah. sign up might get sold out extremely quick, depending on which one you're trying to pick. Some of them are harder than others. Dude, I can't believe people... they gave me early registration on Sick Week. My safety literally said <laughs> belts in a Bible. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to, I don't think like, Sick Week sold out in three, three minutes. minutes. I don't think got open to the public. I really don't think they vetted the pre registration well. <laughs> I'm being honest because the stuff that I wrote was very like if yeah. Tom Bailey, if Tom Bailey wrote my read my entry, he'd be like, I don't want this kid anywhere near me is probably yeah. what he would say. But it, I mean, it worked. I feel like I feel like that's the right way to do it because it means the people that really want to be there that are paying attention yeah. are going to get a chance to sign up. So but yeah, for everybody out there, it's like, oh, I would love to do drag week. I would love to do a drag and drive event. It looks like so much fun. Rocky Mountain Race Week, Sick Week, whatever. Uh, Pick one, Midwest Drags. There's so many options now. A few years ago, it was only Drag Week. It was one event. Now, there are no less than five with more popping up every single year. So if you want to do a drag and drive event, if it looks like fun, go do it. You don't have to set the world on fire your first time out. Like It's just take a 12 cent car with a bunch of your buddies and go and party for a week and have a blast i guarantee you have a blast we did power tour this year and we did drag week and i can tell you it's an apples to oranges comparison there are way way less cars by a fraction at drag week but there are way more amazing badass stories about trials and tribulations of everybody that's just trying to make it to the next track Everybody shows up with his huge lofty goals. Tom Bailey showed up this year wanting to go fives every single day. He didn't click off one five second pass, but he still won the whole event. And and yeah, I mean, still on a technicality, we had him. <laughs> oh, like I'm gonna, it's just ridiculous. Like, I, I'm not trying to say he pays people off, but like we were right there the whole time, right next to him. So it's whatever. it's it's an amazing event, and everybody, if you thought about it, if you think it looks like a good time, go do it. I, I can't tell you enough how much fun it is and i look forward to the amount of fun we're gonna have at sick week so i'm riding with eric yost boo um, <laughs> aka biggin custom is by that biggin. like a for sure like is that locked in locked yes, in yes it is locked in 100%. why do you want to hang out with him and not me uh because he is trying to go sixes on small tires and leaf springs and i would love to be a part of that program are you ignoring yeah. everything I say right now? No, it's cool, dude. Totally. That's cool. Hey, LeBron, when you get a chance, um, that's a basketball reference because when LeBron couldn't win a championship with Cleveland, he went to the Heat, who had like a stacked roster, and then, then he won multiple championships. But he he basically traded himself, for lack of better terms, <laughs> to a team that he knew was going to win. Yeah, I traded it a 12-second car for a six-second car. Dude, that's cool. LeBron. It's all good, LeBron. Do you know if Eric – does Eric Yost know how to park at a hotel? Are you going to yell at him like you yelled at me? I should probably talk to Eric. Hey, Eric, 
Whatever you do, okay, pull you up me, to the you awning. Want me, you want me to take these off while you talk to Eric? No, absolutely not. I would like you to hear everything <laughs> I have to say. If you're listening to the podcast, your name is not Eric Yost. Turn it, turn it down. Just turn it down. Logan's got something to say. Turn down for what? I don't. Am I? Are you setting me up for a bit? Are we doing a bit? I don't know yeah. what we're doing. Just hey, you, speaking you, of bits and talking. pieces. What? Speaking of speaking of bits and <laughs> and pieces, it's a very Norm Macdonald thing you got going right now. Rest oh. in peace. He did die. He did. Oh man! Did you see his last special on Netflix? No. He recorded it in his house, like we are right now, just like this. During COVID, he recorded the whole special, and pauses like when he thinks the audience would be laughing. Oh my! And God. You know how Norm Macdonald like really capitalizes on that awkward silence. Oh, it's just there. Yeah, it loves it, dude. It's it's pretty funny. So if you're Man. a Norm Macdonald fan, go check that out. But you remember, of, you remember the movie Dirty Work where he just oh. got his, oh he got his nuts grabbed by the old dude and just <laughs> crippled him. He kept ball bag grabbing him, and it, to this day, I'm like, I'm never going to be around old dudes in, in hospitals because I feel like my balls are at risk. Dirty Work was such a good movie. It's such and Artie Lang, dude. That's another guy. Like he he attempted to take his own life. Like there's a lot of '90s comics that are yeah not long for this world. Uh, anyway. Speaking of bits and pieces. Sure, sure. Yeah. Hey, speaking, speaking of, of dead comics. Yeah. Hey, you, need a, you need a camshaft? The world's over. The world's over. No, for real, though. I want to I give a shout out to uh, Brian Tilly Racing. Yes. Not only are they a giant supporter of the podcast, but Brian doesn't watch the podcast. So I can pretty much say whatever I want about him. None Did you know we'll ever get back to him? Ever. Like every I have a weekly uh marketing meeting with mm -hmm. them and uh I'm I'm gonna test him out. Let's see if he notices that I say anything here. Um <laughs> Brian cuts his hair with a floby. Ooh. That's a real I would story. believe that, especially after the post he just put up of uh, all his old company jackets. No, no, no. That's a factual statement. I'm not lying. He has uh, multiple times talked about how he infomercial purchased a Floby to cut his own hair. And to this day, I won't let it go because it's the I just picture him trying to cut his own hair with a Floby, and it's the funniest picture I could ever imagine. So there's that. So if if anybody wants to relay that to Brian, let Logan's talking about how he cuts his hair with a Floby. We'll see if next Tuesday we talk about it. He he won't bring it up though. He won't. But anyway, sense. I do appreciate everything they've done. All of the valve train, the camshaft, the intake manifold. The gasket kit, the shaft rocker arm kit, all that stuff came from BTR for the Caprice. And I am a firm believer that if without those mo mods, I I mean, everyone's like stock engine, stock engine. But that stuff is what helps that engine breathe. Like you're giving that you're giving that that engine a little bit more lungage when it comes to that stuff. So thank you very much for that stuff. It helped us a ton. Absolute ton. Same valve train that's in the Mustang from when it finished drag week in 2008 with 2018 with multiple eight second passes is the same valve train that was in the car. When I ran 798, nothing changed. So they, uh, the parts are proven and they work. And, uh, we also had a forced performance turbocharger on the car, 80 millimeter, um, which it was, I wish we really could. I wanted to, to use it. We couldn't really use it, yeah, because the car broke. <laughs> well, that I don't and know. those those pesky two fifty six rear gears really 
really hinder the short time. Mm. That specific turbo, the one that is on your car, has been in the fives in the Fox body. I mean, my car's way lighter than a Fox body, so I hope it goes faster than that. It's weird. 4,200 pounds. Yeah, once you, minus, I don't know, how much do you think windshield trim and hubcaps weigh? Not enough. <laughs> also, I'm... I don't know what it is about the box Chevy movement. It's a, it's a Facebook page, but uh, the admins are very selective with what posts they approve in terms of how long it takes them to approve posts. And if anybody knows where I can get replacement windshield trim for a 1978 Caprice, I'd be very interested to know. And yeah, we asked Brian loans and he had no idea. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's one, we had... it's one of my proudest moments honestly btr force performance monster clutch co you guys make this possible thank you guys so much the fact that monster like uh, a lot of people wonder too and i'm and i'm sure even before you and i started doing this on a super professional level you know when you see people like i'm sponsored by i'm partnered by and something that bugs me is when people talk about that or say stuff like that, and they're just they're clout chasing with just like, yeah, but I'm a partner with so and so. But you know damn well that all they got was like a five percent off coupon code to buy stuff on their website, and they're trying to like use it to their advantage, which I get. Companies need the advertising, and, and building a big audience is cool. Um, but just to be super transparent about a partner that we have and what they gave to the program. Monster Clutch Co. Leading up to Drag Week, I was very vocal with you about finances in terms of like, dude, I don't know how I'm going to pay for this, 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 or that. And yep. it was getting really down to the wire because at some point I have to stop the hemorrhaging from a savings account and decide I, it's just not worth it. Yep. And I was fast approaching that point with the Caprice build. And we posted up media partners for the event or for the for the video series. And the the only serious inquiry that I got was immediately from Steve Addison at Monster Clutch Co. And he asked me what, you know, financially, what do we need to, for him to be the title sponsor? And, and I, I sent him like a, a quote sponsorship packet, which was just a, a funny picture I made saying that we would talk kindly <laughs> yeah, about remember. him. Yeah. Uh, and without even a hesitation, this dude came out of pocket and covered our hotels, our fuel, fuel and our entry basically yep. well yeah and our entry yep um which was absolutely massive like that is i could not have asked for i, I it felt like too much to be honest like i i don't think we delivered enough of a performance so <laughs> that's, that's always my biggest fear too and we, we partner with somebody like and when you and i started working together when you were still at btr it's the same thing i said i was like dude i'm i don't know i feel like, like it, i just want to it's always been a driving force is to make sure there is an ROI for yeah. anybody that works with us is to make sure that they have a warm and fuzzy when all is said and done. I never want to feel like I'm taking advantage of anybody in any situation. Yep. Uh, unless it's you. Yeah, absolutely. And you're blindfolded in a dark room. My hands have yep. back. Yeah. Yep. Have you been watching the Dahmer documentary? No, I will tonight. Make sure, just don't. Don't. I'm sorry. I give me a lot of really good ideas and some stuff I want to try. So okay, perfect. But you know, I'll go into a blind. <laughs> <laughs> now it's here's the thing though. Like it really comes down. There's something that that this does not irk me. So when I talk about this, I don't want anyone to be like, oh, he's bitching, he's complaining. But I think it's funny. So Louisville is kind of a small city. It's a small big city. And there's been a couple situations where some shit gets back to me 
where somebody is saying something to the effect of, oh, must be nice YouTube money. Cool. They get everything for fucking free anyway. Blah, blah, blah. All this just petty ass bullshit. And one of the things that I, I pride myself on and I'm I relish the day I get called out and and proved otherwise here. I have never once asked for anything for free ever. Not one time. You'll never find a text message. You'll never find an email, a voicemail. You'll never find anything that has me saying, hey, Clapdown's got 13,000 subscribers. We're a huge deal. What are you going to give me? And that's what a lot of people assume that I think I do or we do, which has never been the case ever, which makes people like Monster Clutch Co. stepping up feel that much sweeter. Like he had, I want to read the exact, I know I'm harping on this, but this is, this meant the world to me. I wrote, I wrote Steve a message. This is exactly what I said. Before you commit to anything on this picture, know that we are already going to promote Monster for the Drag Week video series, and you have zero need to offer us partnership funds. This is a waste of your money. 100% do not agree to any of these tiers. Yeah. And then he writes back, in that case, I'll take one title partner package. Tell me where to send the money. Yeah. Like, that is amazing because it really, he had nothing to gain. He had nothing. Yeah, none of us than, have anything with three pedals. We didn't have a clutch on the car, but I don't know. I know I, I beat that horse to death, but, and I don't mean to, but Monster and Steve have been such a huge part of Clapped Out for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And it, it means the world to me. All right. I'm done getting se- sentimental and sappy about it. I just wanted to make sure that I beat no. that horse good. to death again. Beat that horse off all you want. I'll, I'll, both hands, I'll beat that horse off. So, uh, hey, um, upcoming guests Lyle Barnett. Uh, you can reach out to Lyle for sure. He's just way cooler than you in every way. Uh, Brian Loans is down. Yeah, you tell Brian Loans to come on this podcast. Brian's you tell him to you tell him to step in the Thunderdome. I got some shit to. Uh, How about Freiburger? I got some stuff to say to Freiburger too. I don't know if Freiburger Finnegan's working right now, so I've been talking to Finnegan, but he's filming faster. With he's got his own show on Motor Trends. Loser, dude. this whole thing. Loser. Uh, Cotton was going to be on, but you know he's on that show with that Mike guy. But... Besides that, I mean, those are really the four. Lyle Barnett, Brian Loans, Mike Finnegan, Mike Cotton. I don't really know. I have been trying to get Hal to come on the podcast for oh. two years. He won't come on the podcast because we cuss too much. So I promised him that if he decides, if he agrees to come on the pod, I think it'd be funny to have an outside opinion on me. We just say frick the whole time. Oh, here's the thing. Like, legit, we would have to tighten the ship up. And I tell them I'm, I'm like, even keel. I'm don't take that from me. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting real uneven over here, dude. <laughs> my keel's all over. My keel's all over the place. I'm keeling everywhere. Crazy starboard right now. Uh, I want to have Hal on the podcast. I think that would be great. Uh, and if you guys don't know, if you ever hear me refer to Bert, Bert is Hal. Hal is Bert. Hal Bert is Bert. Hal is Hal. Bert is Hal. Bert Bert is Hal. Bert Bert. They're all the same person. But he is uh the owner of Dynasty. He's been my boss for a collective five years. Ugh. Two years, and then now I'm coming up three years with Dynasty again. So five years, he's I've had to answer to this man. So I think it'd be interesting to have on the podcast, but yep. he keeps refusing. He keeps refusing my offers. Um, other upcoming events. You guys are going to MIR. We are going to MIR. Are you going to come? Yes. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have Yost come instead. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> when you got there, this is me and him hanging out. Oh, oh you, you made it. Oh, cool. really? I told you. Oh, He's not better. It's just it's different. It's just different. <laughs> uh, we should have your sick week. Uh, possibly PRI. Yeah. I'm Ron Burgundy. Uh, PRI. Yeah, I need to prep. I need to prep and plan ahead for PRI. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that one too. So there's a few things we're getting out there too. MIR. If you guys are going to World Cup finals, uh, we will not be in FL2K. Um, but we, Logan and I, are planning to be on the property at World Cup finals. And after the whole drag week thing and the success of the videos, we're really trying to get. We got almost ten thousand total views on all. Of yeah, them. we're trying to get together uh, a little bit more often because we find it's just it's just a lot more fun. When you're hanging with your bros and your bestie. People really like to be their LNRTs. You know what I'm saying? What? Nothing. What the hell does that mean? Don't worry about it. We're just having a good time. Everybody gets along is all I'm saying. When are you taking the RX-7 back out? Um, when, Tomorrow they're having a track rental at the Valley, but I have no more PTO, number one and number two. Um, I just don't really want to tomorrow. I just kind of want to veg out. I... I need to get the short track figured out on that car, but I also hate the idea of getting eighth mile figured out and not being able to run it out the back and just putting a fork in it. Cause the second that car clicks off a seven, it's going straight back to streetcar duty. I'm just, I don't enjoy it as a drag car. Well, I mean, I understand your apprehension. You'd be bummed if you ran a bottom five in the eighth mile. All right, going to bottom five, boy. And didn't have a quarter mile to run it out at. I understand that. But if you iron that out, then all you have to do is just show up at a quarter mile track. Here's the problem. Though. On paper, as long as the prep is there. Here's my here's my beef Wellington. Um, there is God, man, I'm probably gonna piss some people off here. There beef seems Wellington. there seems to be a very large lack of consistency when it comes to track prep. Oh, yeah. In, in our immediate area. When I go out to a track and I shut the shop down a couple hours in advance and we all drive out to the middle of nowhere and we pay for a high prep track day and we literally can't even go one seven, one six to the 60 foot because it's like an ice rink out there. It's very, very, very disheartening and aggravating because the amount of money and time it takes to do that, especially when there's rain in the forecast the rest of the weekend anyway, why would you not just use the prep on that day? You're like, I can't keep doing this. We're going to lose the shop for for real like it it's so i had to just the last time i tried to make passes i took a break i said you know i'm just i'm gonna wait until i know that the track is gonna be is gonna stick i don't have i don't have bar adjustments in my car you know what i mean like i can't get underneath the car make a couple bar adjustments and see how the chassis i'm on irs i can twist a couple knobs and hope for the best like that's all i got Um, sometimes it like not like not everybody's as fortunate as what we are out here. I, I think in North Carolina, we're exceptionally fortunate with the amount of tracks that we have, as well as the amount of tracks that like you can have both ends of the spectrum. There's a track here that's doing no prep testing every single Saturday, or you can go to Galat and you can have fly paper every single Thursday whenever yeah. you need it. So we're, we're pretty fortunate out here with what we have. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like I just, not even trying to hate on anything individually, but it's just like, it's, it's hard for me to swallow. I mean, think about the car, you know, the deal, what's it cost to you're retired. So you don't know what it's like to take time away from work anymore. No, no but like, I never did really to take, to take, to take time off work, not getting paid 
to spend the money in fuel to get the trailer ready, get the car ready, buy tires, buy change the oil, get it all ready, like all that junk. And then to get there to make two hits and have the car just skate, it's like oh, yeah. what? I, what's it sucks. The point? I can't imagine. So yeah. that's why I haven't. I know getting the short track figured out is a big deal, cool. But at the end of the day, like it, it's going to do what it's going to do at any track. So I'll just yeah. wait until I have a quarter mile in front of me and do it then. Which brings up FL2K, which I think is this weekend. It is. Yeah, and they moved it to Gainesville, which is going to be interesting to yep. see how uh racers handle that change i hope it goes well um i hope everything goes fine for fl2k in that respect i mean i think it'll go pretty good that's i haven't been to gainesville or bradenton so i can't comment but gainesville is you know the home of amateur gator nationals so that is a large track that's set up to put on large races so hopefully that the uh the track prep is there and everything um actually one other thing too um you know, Dynasty is is well known for 350Zs and 370Zs, if you're aware of that or not. But it's kind of like our one of our staples. And uh, we've been in the in the Z game for quite a while. And uh, Raquel and Kyle, a couple of our clients out of um, the northeastern area of the country, they are heading down to uh, FL2K. And they're driving their Dynasty-tuned 350Z this vehicle went testing uh we remoted in they're in the they're making consistent nine second passes with it going 140 in the 60 foot uh made just over a thousand on the rollers um i'm stoked for them it's a full street car too i know there's a lot of people that talk about you know we build the baddest z's and blah 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 uh there's a lot of z shops out there but i am stoked to be part of one that actually cares about making them go fast uh, and that's not a dig at anybody, so don't take it that way. Just saying it's cool to see their program. Dude, this is a 3,600-pound car with AC and everything, and it goes mid-nines with a six-cylinder VQ. Like, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> Stick shifted to a stock CD trans. Like, I mean, if the exhaust note wasn't so annoying, I'd be a big fan. Oh, it's a brutal note. <laughs> they all sound the same. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, I'm not, I'll never argue that. Like, VQs, I... Um, a stock 350z with a stock nismo exhaust was about and the, the g35s when they first came out i don't know if you remember but when they first came out a stock g35 sounded awesome it sounded great and then everyone put fart cans on them and they they were ruined immediately yeah like an out of tune middle school trombone <laughs> yes <laughs> yes that's exactly oh uh streetcar takeover darlington Coming up in October 15th, 14th and 15th, I believe. We will be down there with uh, John L's car and Brody's car. We're going to be entering the street racer category. So, Oh, you think, they want, you think they want to get run over by an FD? or Look for the nerds with the underglow. That'll be us. We'll be the guys partying in the uh, staging lanes. Are you going to bring your car? No. My car How's is it? currently flipped upside down at Big and Shop. Mm. Eric Yos. Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah ridiculous the guy who's gonna go sixes on leaf springs with small tires on sick week and i'll be riding shotgun pretty cool dude way to help the brand bro (laughs) yeah i'm sure this is really gonna hurt our views hey we have to keep all 10 of our followers happy (laughs) Uh, i'm gonna keep it even keel you don't you can't you can't jump in here and take this is rye with the clapped out podcast signing off keep it even keel no no what don't if I do just that. End, don't don't take that from me.
why would you why you know what though <laughs> being like being the true minister of even keels i'll tell you what you do what you want bro <laughs> you do whatever you want whatever whatever floats your boat you know what i mean that's a, that's a pun intended so oh you want to be even keel the more the merrier that's what i say it's a good one that's a good one take the kick this has been the clap out. No, podcast. you're going to do it. I thought I was going to do it. You're going to do it. <laughs> Presented by Monster Clutches in associated with uh, and Force Performance Turbochargers. Please go over, head over to clapout.com. All of our shirts and our merchandise is being discounted. Oh, yeah. Damn, good call. I have a ton of load stuff. of stickers. You can see over his big dumb head if you're watching this live. Uh, if you're not, to his right my left there's a whole bunch of t-shirts and they've all been drastically reduced in prices jeremy they- dustin chase galactic president superstore whoever you are uh aaron john nick ryan john we have a ton of orders that are all going to ship tomorrow oh nice i didn't have know you looked you- at the orders there's many orders i did not but i thank everybody who has reached out supported us leading up to drag week and all this other crazy ridiculous nonsense that we do uh we greatly appreciate it but go buy out all of our t-shirts so we can get you guys some Super sick, fresh new hoodies. Thanks to everybody who supports us. And uh, this is Clap Out Podcast. And bye, <laughs> this is Logan. Logan. Yeah. Yeah.